the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yep, and to think, I used to be a liberal too. These children are influenced to believe that they may be the wrong gender. People are finally getting it because the mass media has not been reporting on this accurately. It's only through conservative-leaning and Christian outlets that are actually telling the truth about the body. The books today that you're talking about, they're just much more militant, and they're targeting even younger children. Because I know that lots of people have had it up to here. They have had it up to here with this agenda, with the targeting of their children. Our past silence as the church in America has reaped these horrific consequences that we're living through now. Yep, and to think, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to listen to our four-minute daily commentaries right here Monday through Friday on the word Columbus at 1020 a.m., Eastern Time, and also be sure to check out all our resources about the culture's influence on your kids, our faith, and our freedom, and you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. Today, we are privileged to have as our guest the front-running Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate from Ohio, Josh Mandel. Josh served at the as the state treasurer of Ohio from 2011 to 2019. He has also been a former city councilman and was a member of the Ohio House of Representatives. He also served two tours as a U.S. Marine in Iraq. He is a candidate for the seat being vacated by Senator Rob Portman. Welcome, Josh, to Mission America Radio. Hi, Linda. It's so great to be on. Josh, I'm so honored to have you on my show and to be able to have you talk to our listeners directly with some information we really need right now and actually some inspiration because what I think we need is hope in this country, hope for better leadership for this nation. So Josh, tell us why you decided to jump into this this race and into the campaign right now. Well, I was watching the impeachment proceedings on TV, and my blood just started boiling. My temperature was rising, and I was watching how the Democrats were just trampling on the Constitution and trying to do everything they can 
to politically decapitate President Trump. And that motivated me to get off the couch and want to run. I also am motivated by the fact that I believe the secular left and the radical left are trying to take God out of all aspects of our life. And Linda, I believe we should be going in the opposite direction. I believe that America is a place that was founded and grew strong on Judeo-Christian values. And I believe that rather than watering down on those Judeo-Christian values, we should be doubling down and instilling God in all aspects of society, in the classroom, in the workplace, and in all aspects of our lives. And listen, I, I feel very strongly about it. I'm a father. I have three little kids, Gideon, who's five years old, Judah, who's six years old, Rosie, who's eight years old. And I want them to grow up in a country and in a society where the culture and the fabric of the nation is rooted in that Judeo-Christian ethic. And, you know, people say to me, Linda, they're like, well, Josh, you know, what about Islam and what about atheism and blah, blah, blah. I say, listen, there are so many differentiating factors between that Judeo-Christian ethic and other belief sets. But one of the main differentiating factors is that we acknowledge good versus evil, and we are willing to fight for good over evil. And right now there's a lot of evil in this world. There's a lot of evil in this country, and we need fighters like myself, Josh Mandel, to go to Washington, take on the radical left, take on the secular left, take on these squishy establishment Republicans, and stand up for the Constitution and our God-given rights. That is more than I could ever have hoped for as far as inspiring because you are so absolutely right. Tell us, um, you know, there are a lot of folks that are in and out of politics. You know, you and I kind of live and breathe this, but tell us the uh, mechanics of what's happening with the primary. When is the primary? And then how crowded is this field? And how do you distinguish yourself from the others who are running also as a Republican? We're talking the Republican primary here. So walk us through that. Sure. There's a lot of people running in the Republican primary. I'm the constitutional, conservative, pro-God, pro-gun, pro-life, pro-Trump. You know, when I go to Washington, I'm, I'm not going to be palling around with Mitt Romney or Liz Cheney. I think they're the problem. I think they're the enemy. And I'm going to Washington to be reinforcements for champions like Jim Jordan, Ted Cruz, Rand Paul, Mike Lee, Cynthia Lummis, and others. The people running against me in this race, Linda, it's unbelievable. One of the people running against me, her name is Jane Timken. She defended the impeachment of Donald J. Trump. Mm-hmm. Another, guy, another guy who's running against me is named J.D. Vance. He called Trump voters racist. He called Trump racist. And he was essentially reinforcing Hillary Clinton when she was calling us all deplorable. On top, on top of that, he said that when Obama was attacking us and saying, well, these conservatives, they just, quote unquote, cling to their guns and religion. 
J.D. Vance defended Obama on that statement. And wow. so the t- t- two of the people running against me here, Jane Timken is pro-impeachment, and J.D. Vance is a never-Trumper. And the problem we have, Linda, is the pro-impeachment wing of the party and the never-Trumper wing of the party, they have so much money. And so they're going to be attacking me with all this never-Trump money and pro-impeachment money. And while I don't have as much money as them, what I have is this army of pro-life, pro-family, Christian warriors and activists around the state who are supporting my campaign. And I will take that army of Christian activists over the big corporate money any day of the week. Well, if people wanted to give you money, uh, should anyone out there have, like, say, several hundred thousand dollars they want to give you, uh, where would they go? (laughs) What's your website? Sure. Our our website is joshmandel.com, J-O-S-H-M-A-N-D-E-L.com. Again, joshmandel.com, and you can go on the website. You know, whether you want to give five bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 50 bucks or more, you can sign up to volunteer there. And I should tell you, I, I hired a young man to be my political director who is helping me with outreach to Christian activists and churches throughout the state. His name is Charles Lovett. And if anyone listening to the show here wants to get involved, you can email Charles. His email address is real easy. Charles at joshmandel.com. Again, Charles at joshmandel.com. Charles went to Open Door Christian Academy up in Lorain County, and then he went to Grand Canyon University, which is one of the largest you know, Christian universities in the country, and he ran one of the counties for President Trump here. And I don't know, Linda, you know how familiar your listeners are with how we're running our campaign, but if I may just talk a little bit about it, because we're doing it in a non-traditional way. Instead of running the campaign through traditional Republican Party groups, we are running my campaign for U.S. Senate through churches. Throughout the state of Ohio, I'm sidestepping the traditional Republican Party groups, and we're hosting faith and freedom town hall meetings at churches throughout the state. When we first started these church town halls, I thought the turnout would be, you know, maybe 50, 60, 70 people. I got to tell you, Linda, the the turnout and the energy has been beyond my wildest expectations. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we were in Finley, Ohio. We had over 270 people at First Nazarene Church there in Finley. You know, we did a church town hall in Bucyrus, rural Crawford County in the middle of a soybean field. There's a church called Victory and Truth Ministries. We had 250 people there. We did one at Solid Rock Church in Lebanon between Dayton and Cincinnati. Mm. Oh, we yeah, had over big 500 church. people there. You know, in your backyard there in Columbus, we did a big one at uh, North Columbus Baptist Church, mm-hmm. Pastor Dan mm-hmm. Wolven. And, and I was and there. Believe, yeah, I was there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, if you want to maybe, you know, as someone who's been to one of these church town halls, if you want to sort of talk a little bit now about what you saw that evening, you know, it'd be great for your listeners to hear it because I think there were really some special moments that evening. Oh, it was fantastic. You had Vivek um, Ramaswamy, Ramaswamy, I I forget how to pronounce his last name, but he's an extremely uh, 
lively and uh, articulate man who accompanied you. It was another uh, uh, woke. He's written a, a book about the woke corporate world and what what's motivating that. And you two blended together in in confronting uh, so many of the issues that we have now that are on people's minds. And uh, it just it was it was a highly energized crowd. You had many of the um, st- uh, state school board members there. Uh, you had uh, other uh, representatives from the state house there who support you. So it was lots and lots of um, very passionate questions and dialogue. You stayed late into the evening, and it was it was wonderful. So I thank you very much for doing that. Yeah, it was, it was great. And, you know, for any of your listeners, are, are your listeners only in Columbus, Linda, or are they statewide, nationwide? I, I, I'd love State, to invite them to some of the church town halls we've coming up. Yes, it's statewide uh, as well as in Columbus. We're on the 880 is AM. It's a 50,000 watt station statewide. And then 104.5 FM uh, is in Columbus. Okay. Plus, because of the na- the issues I cover, I do get some live streaming from around the uh, country. So. That, that's great, and you know how grateful we are for your leadership on, on these issues, especially protecting life from conception to natural death and protecting traditional family values and religious liberty. And I'd love to mention a, a few of our upcoming town halls if any of your, yes. your yes, do so. listeners want to attend. So we have one coming up next Thursday evening, the 26th, in uh, Cincinnati. And again, if you're interested, you can just email charles at joshmandel.com. Just one Alan Mandel, and Charles can get you the information. Next Friday, the 27th, we have a church town hall at Grace Baptist Church in Sydney, Ohio. Next Saturday, the 28th, we're doing one at Radiant Church in Greenville in Dark County. And so you know, if any of your listeners want to join us at any of those church town halls, we would be honored to, to have them there. That's great. Do they have to do anything in advance uh, to register? It's, they're all free, of course, right? But do they totally have to register free. in advance? If, if they just email Charles, again, it's charles at joshmandel.com, just one Alan Mandel. And uh, yeah, they just email him and he'll get them all the information. Okay, let's well, back to some uh, so a little bit of basics. Tell us when the primary is so people can start planning ahead for this sure 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 so the the primary is in may because we have early voting in ohio the voting will start in april i should tell you just as while we're talking about the election one of my top issues is election integrity i believe that the election was stolen from donald Mm -hmm. j trump i'm the only candidate in this race for u.s senate who's been out to the audit site in Maricopa County in Arizona where they're auditing the vote. I'm the only candidate in the race that's calling for an audit, not only in Arizona, but also in Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Georgia. I'm the only yes. candidate in the race who's calling to abolish the January 6th commission yes. and replace it with a November 3rd commission to investigate mm-hmm. the real crime, which was the stealing of the election from Donald Trump. Wow. Wow. We are talking, friends, in case you're just joining us, we're talking with Josh Mandel, who is the front running Republican candidate in a crowded primary uh, for the U.S. Senate seat from Ohio, the one that is being vacated by Rob Portman. 
and you can find out more at joshmandel.com. We will continue talking more with Josh. I want to ask his opinion, and I know he will have much to say and is an expert and has much perspective on this about Afghanistan. When we return here on Mission America Radio, this is Linda Harvey. Stay with us. We will be right back following these messages. Don't go away. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. Today we're talking with uh, Josh Mandel, who is the front-running candidate for the U.S. Senate seat uh, for the state of Ohio that is being vacated by Rob Portman. Uh, he is a Republican and uh, is uh, a stellar individual in many ways. He's just got an, a background that is just goes on and on, a resume that makes him more than qualified, and his values and his principles and his track record also do that as well. And we don't make actual endorsements uh, with Mission America because we're a 501c3, but personally, Linda Harvey, he's the person I am backing for the Senate seat. So Josh, um, I want you, before we go any further, I want to talk about Afghanistan. I want your, your opinion on that. I'm sure everybody would be very interested. Please tell us, I've been saying this, but the polls have you pretty far ahead of your competition, correct? Points ahead of J.D. Vance, who's a never-Trumper, who called Trump voters racist, and we're 32 points ahead of Jane Timken, whose establishment and actually supported and defended the impeachment of President Trump. But listen, the only poll that matters is on Election Day, right? and even though we're up in the polls, we're running like we're behind. And no one's going to outwork me. That's right. That's absolutely the way to look at it. And uh, we have to keep moving because it's it's uh, it goes fast. But there is quite a bit of time between now and next May. Okay, we are in a crisis situation with what's happening in Afghanistan. With your background as a Marine in Iraq, I believe it was. Please give us your perspective on what's happened here and how we could have avoided this. Sure. I'm a Marine Corps vet, did a couple tours in Iraq. A lot of my buddies I served in the Marine Corps with in Iraq ended up later on going to Afghanistan. I personally believe that this is one of the worst military commander-in-chief failures in the history of our country. Uh, We should not be blaming it on the boots We should be blaming it on the suits, the suits Mm -hmm. in the Biden administration. And at the end of the day, the buck stops with the commander in chief. President Trump put out a fantastic withdrawal plan to get out by May. If Biden would have just adhered and listened and executed that plan, we wouldn't be seeing what we're seeing right now for a multitude of reasons. One of those reasons is that the springtime is not the fighting season. For the Taliban, but right now August is in the middle of it. Secondly, Mm -hmm. there was no reason to extend time there. Third, Joe Biden's just complete ineptitude and failure as a leader in making the decision to close Bagram Air Base 
before every single American citizen was evacuated from Afghanistan is inexcusable. Mm-hmm. And what's happening now is, you know, we're working to get the military out, but on top of that, there's thousands of United States citizens who are with like NGOs, nonprofit organizations, different groups throughout Afghanistan, and they're essentially being held hostage by the Taliban. The Taliban will not let them enter Kabul to fly back to America. Think about that for a second. You know, under Jimmy Carter, it was an enormous deal and tragedy when there were, I think, 400 or so American hostages. There's thousands now in Afghanistan, thousands of American women who are going to be forced to wear burqas and adhere to radical Sharia law. Sharia law that says if a woman paints her nails, she gets her finger chopped off. Mm-hmm. Sharia law that says if a woman laughs in public, she shall be beaten. Sharia law that says any school that permits a female student to be educated will be shut down. And American citizens are going to be forced to live under those rules. And unfortunately, Linda, and tragically, so many of those Americans are going to get slaughtered. They're going to get publicly beheaded and executed. And this is, you know, while the situation has been compared to Saigon or referenced as Joe Biden's Saigon or Saigon 2, the reality is it's a lot worse than Saigon. And mm-hmm. listen, with, with, with all the horrible decisions by Biden, Biden. Trump, yes. had the, Trump had the plan right with the May 1st withdrawal. So with all the horrible decisions by Biden, if he would have listened and adhered and followed Trump's plan, things would not be like this. But one of the other things that President Trump understood so well, he understood in his bones and his gut, and he did so well, was support the troops and acknowledge and pay tribute to the fallen. And I'm a huge fan of President Trump and a big believer in President Trump for so many reasons. But one of the main reasons is how he treated Marines and soldiers and sailors and airmen and cops as the good guys and supported the troops. Yes. And I think along those lines, it's important that we take a step back and we pay tribute to the over 2,400 war fighters who paid the ultimate sacrifice so we can live free. And to all those fallen Marines and soldiers and sailors and airmen up in heaven, I say to you, we love you. We owe you an eternal gratitude for the blanket of freedom that you provided our kids, our communities, our country. And I think it's important that we acknowledge while these incredibly courageous warriors, U.S. servicemen and women, 19, 20-year-olds, Linda, while their friends back home were playing video games and watching TV and going to bars, these young warfighters stood up in the spirit of the Bible, in the spirit of Isaiah 6, 8, and said, here I am, send me. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. You are so right. Josh, we are almost out of time. I wanted to talk about the, um, and thank you so much for that. 
the mask mandates in schools. Give me 10 seconds. What is your opinion about forcing mask mandates in, on school children? I'm fundamentally against it. This is an issue of freedom and liberty. Moms and dads should have the freedom and liberty to make decisions on what's best for their children, not school superintendents, not school mm-hmm. boards, not the president of the United States, not the governor. It should be squarely up to moms and dads, whether their kids wear masks, whether their kids get vaccines. It should be all yes, up right. to the parents. Thank you, joshmandel.com, uh, if you want to find out more. This is a wonderful opportunity for us to choose really ethical and fine leadership. Friends, make sure you vote in that primary next year. And remember, with God, all things, all things are still possible. Have a great day. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.